What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Blonde Blitz. Uh, you only get one blonde this week. Um, Deb is not feeling well, so you guys get yours truly, you get Nikki. But I've got a special guest for you guys. Of course, I had to bring in another heavy hitter. I would like you all to welcome somebody I am a huge fan of. Please welcome in Monica Madrid from Football is Sexy. I have been waiting to get Monica on for such a long time, and we finally got her on. She was supposed to be on last week, but that was my bad. I, I mixed up. I was in the city working. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm so happy to be here. And it's like blonde brunette blitz. Tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have a blonde. It's a blonde blitz. That's Ron Bliss. I like that. Ron like Bliss. That, that yes. is a hair color, by the way, when people just like sandwich and, and like they just put together the blonde and the like your color. It's called bronze. So we have the bronze blitz for okay. everybody tonight. I'm so I excited. And Monica's here with her signature cigar. That's right. It might not be lit yet, but <laughs> it's going to go down. Thank you. I man. feel like you have to have it, though. It's part of you. It is. Um, and when I first started, a lot of people uh, had issues with it. And I said, listen, here's one thing that never is going to. Well, here's one thing that's always going to happen. And that is I'm always going to be me. Yes. And sometimes I smoke a cigar. Sometimes I smoke a Cuban. And if somebody doesn't like it, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? So oh, and it's the only place left. <laughs> This is chocolate and banberry pie. I mean, it's it's what I do. Who had an issue with the cigar? People. Oh, when I first started this, some people like to chime in and it's not a good look and you're a woman. I'm like, okay, but here we go again, right? So because I'm a woman, I can't smoke a cigar, right. but the entire NFL team, college team can smoke a cigar and nobody has an issue with it. Stop no. it. I'm no. not, I'm not about it. No. Not about it. And that's why Monica and I get along because we're very much the same. Hey, if you like me, great. If you don't, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not for everybody. I understand no, that. But for the neither. people that ride with me, man, we have a good time. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I, it's the same way for me. It's not the cigar, but it's always, Nikki, you shouldn't curse. You shouldn't, you know, you. Oh, I get battered. You wear too much makeup. You look like a drag queen. Your hair is too blonde. Your eyelashes are too long. Your nail polish is too bright. Your lip color is too bright. It's like, God damn, like, what? I can't do anything right, of course, you know. Uh, but yet you still watch. They still watch us and they still follow. Um, but I don't think anyone picks men apart like this. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And that's why we're here. And that's why Football is Sexy was born, I have to say. No, tell us all about Football is Sexy because it is like taking on a life of its own. And I'm so excited for you. And I'm excited to be one of Monica's ambassadors for the New York yes. Times. She had to get paid yes. in New York. I mean, come on. Like, what are you doing uh, otherwise? But and tell thank us, you. Of course. Tell us how... How did it start? How did you get started? When did you start it? And really, what is the mission of Football is Sexy? Yeah, so it all started organically, first of all. Anybody who has ever met me in my entire life from early on would tell you I have always made it clear since I can remember that I'm a diehard 49er fan. I'm a diehard football fan. So that has just been me my whole life. Anytime I was in a relationship, 
it was a conversation, by the way, during football season, which is six months out of the year, September to February, I am not doing anything on Sundays, Monday nights, or Thursday nights, unless we're in front of a TV. Um, if that's an issue, we should probably <laughs> let it go right now. Like, cause right. this is, you know, and if your friends want me at a baby shower, it can't be during the night. Or day. Sunday. I don't to tell you. No like, weddings, baby shower, no, and bridal showers no. on Sundays. We're not coming, no, guys. Not we're not coming. Not yeah. coming. And your tell your friends now so they don't get pissed down the line. Like, yeah. and babe, you are more than welcome to go. Knock yourself out. Bring me some cake. I'm not going. I'm not going. And so these were conversations, and a lot of my partners didn't understand the game, didn't know the game. So I started teaching the game mm -hmm. and family, anybody like, I was like, how are you not a football fan? Like it would, it was mind blowing to me. I couldn't figure it out. Cut to, um, this is obviously a game I learned with my father, Papa Joe. Um, and I used to, uh, I didn't live with him. So I used to go back and forth from Los Angeles area to the area. And anytime I was with dad, it was always jerseys with my last name to match his jerseys. And we'd go to Candlestick. And I learned the game from him, teaching me in the stands, watching it on TV. And when he was diagnosed with cancer in 2014, he was given six months to live. Um, it was just beyond shattering, painful. Yeah. Again, it was football that still kept us together and kept him going. Yeah. I could talk to you more about that, but at the end of the day, he finally did pass. And I was devastated, of course. And I couldn't go to a game for two years. I could not go to a game. I could watch it, but I just couldn't go. And it just was a lot of people probably feel this way when you lose somebody who you have that bond with sports. It's, it's a different you feel them, you feel their presence, but you still miss them. It's just, it's, it's, it's just very emotional. But in 2016, I could hear him get back to the game. And by the way, Candlestick was not demolished, but it, they had ended the 49ers move to Santa Clara. So the end, Candlestick was the same year my dad died. It was like an end of an era altogether for me. And I just couldn't go to Levi. I just couldn't go. And then in 2016, I'm like, it's time to go. And right before, about two weeks before kickoff, I knew everybody had always like, oh, how do you know football? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. So something just told me, why don't you put it on Facebook? You're going to be at this pizza place from this time to this time. And I'll teach football for free. Have drinks, eat pizza and learn football. It's amazing. I had no idea how many people would really show up, but I don't do anything half-assed. So I was like, how am I going to teach football to a bunch of people, right? So I came up with a playbook. At that time, it was 12 lessons. And then I made shirts because I just, you know, and I was like, this could be me. I could be the only one in the pizza place. I don't know. 40 girls showed up. Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, That's and awesome. I video I had someone videotaping it and when I went home that night and I watched the videotape and I had such a blast and I could see people learning and laughing and having fun. I mean, it was hilarious. 
if you don't know me, like I, when I say teaching the game, it's not like all serious. Like I am ridiculous, you know? Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I would, I like showed a picture. I'm like, does anybody know who this is? And I can't remember who it was, but like, I think it was my mom who raised her hand. She's like, Kobe Bryant. And I'm like, Oh yeah, no, no (laughs) wrong sport. Not Kobe Bryant. Like, so it was fun and I had a blast and I just was like, I feel like I'm onto something, you know, and then life got in the way and I never forgot about it. And then, um, in 2022, 23, uh, someone said, had you ever thought about putting your idea in an app? And that was it. And I quit my good paying job and went all in with football, sexy 24 seven. And I haven't stopped since. And now that that playbook is now not 12 steps, it's 10 steps and it's in the app and it's for free and the apparel's out and the podcast is out and social media is doing great. So I'm having a blast. It's, it's a dream come true to be able to like do this and know that this is like literally like everyone who knows me goes like, I am not surprised. Like this is you and it is, just me. It is me being me. Like every reel that you see, I just had um, one of the ambassadors met me at the ice house. Shout out to Monique. And she texted me the next day. She's like, oh, so great to meet you. She goes, you are exactly the same in person that you are that I see online. I'm like, I never even thought about that. I'm like, oh yeah, girl, this is me. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I get that too. When people meet me and they're like, oh, you really are like this but it's like yeah I don't know how to be any other way sorry like we I don't read from a script on a podcast like of course in season you might have your notes on the side or something but like we just are who we are and I think that's why it translates with our audience right and I think that's why women in particular feel comfortable and I know you must get it and I get this a lot I'll just have women dm me and ask me questions privately because they don't want to go first of all a lot of times they might be new to fantasy football. They might be yeah. the only woman. They're new to the sport. I got to say, my fellow Swifties, I'm all for what Taylor Swift did for the sport. She brought over a bunch of women, and I've got a lot of them asking questions, and they're like, I don't know what to do, and I don't want to say this publicly. So it's like, we're you're, and you are creating this space where it's like, hey, it's okay to say, I don't know this, because I was there too. I learned the game from my yep. dad. You know, and I you, learn overnight. Yep. You nailed it. I am, we get a ton of those messages and what i really love is sometimes they actually ask on a post or on a reel and i love that because other women if i don't see it and and men i have to give a shout out to the men that follow us we have a lot of men followers my page is for all people all teams yep we have a lot of men but they're respectful and they love that we know our shit yes and they're like dude i love your page like i love what you guys are doing go get it like so I, I love that. And, and they're, you know, the people that follow us um, kind of know it's very clear, talk and teach, right? So if somebody asks a question, someone will get in there before I do and answer it. And they're like, oh, thank you. Now, some people who somehow see a reel or a post that don't follow us, those are the ones that like sometimes are an issue and I got to deal with that. And the cool thing is having the ambassadors you ladies, we've have almost 200 ambassadors. 
like if they see something that's not cool, they'll jump in and they'll oh, put yeah. that they'll put that person right. And I've only had to block in over a year and a half. I've only had to block five people. Wow, four men, one woman. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, that's not bad. It's not and bad. I'm not a blocker. I'm not a blocker Me either. They were just so ugly that I'm like, I'm not gonna. You don't. There's no second chances for ugly. Sorry. That's the beautiful thing about having a community and having a community like football is sexy. Um, and we have that uh, with the New York Giants. We started this group called the Real Housewives of East Rutherford. And we all came up with taglines and stuff, you know, just to play that. on the show. And once one comes at us, it, it is like, no, we, we, we don't play. We're not doing this here. We don't do that. Be respectful. You know, I, I get it. I get hit all day, every day. You can come at me, whatever. Don't come at my friends. And this group of women, that is just not cool. Well, you can come after my fandom and my team. Okay. But don't come after me as a person and right. don't come after my my people that are on the page as a person. Yeah. That's different. Look, we're going back and forth all day. That's part of football. Right. Being able, right. You got to have like, and I always tell the newbies, I'm going to tell you right now, you got to have thick skin if you're going to be a sports fan because it's- oh, yeah. It's not for the week. No. Uh, so we don't mind that. But when it when it goes to the next level and it goes to ugly, that's when I, um, that's when it's not welcomed on the page. No. And, and it shouldn't be. And, you know, I think um, something that I've learned, you know, last year I would get so upset with the hate. Right. And it would really get to me and I'd go back at everybody because I'm a reactive person. I'm, I'm a hothead. I can admit that. And, you know, I was New York. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, you know, I'm just so, you know, F you too. Like, who do you think? And I'm like, why am I doing this? Right. It's like zapping my mental energy. And so I like made a promise to myself in 2024, I'm not going to do that. And I don't, I let it go. I see it. I let it go. You want to say that I, you know, you don't like my nails, whatever. Oh, okay. Your hair is too blonde, whatever. But when you start making the character attacks and you start going after friends or, valued women in this community that's that's like where the problem comes in but you know i learned that a lot of the hate comes from people that just hate themselves you know you're hiding behind this keyboard it's real easy to just type whatever you want to anybody and and not consider that it's actual human being on the other side and you know what's interesting about this whole dynamic my family has had to get used to this right so you know i'll post something and uh, listen, I'm a business owner, so I've got my professional stuff. I've got the sports stuff. So I'll post something and my parents see it. My mom and dad see it. My dad has a hard time with it because he wants to defend me so bad. And it's like, let it go. Right. And it's like, well, that's my daughter. And it's like, you just have to let it go. So it's been an adjustment for the family, too. Well, it's so funny because my family is like, oh, boy, wait till Monica sees that. <laughs> they're not even they're not even trying to my family and friends are like, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, some of my friends are like, oh, I can't wait till Monica sees this. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to rip them a new this. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I have a way about me where I think, like, I came to uh, somebody's defense yesterday or this morning. Can't remember it all runs together. This guy was getting a little bit aggressive. And I didn't even know her, to be honest. But it was on our page because sometimes when our reels go viral, you get people that don't follow you on right. there, right? And so I, I saw this kind of going back and forth. I'm like, let me jump in and see what's going on. And I saw it was a little bit, 
he was getting a little aggressive and long story short, I jumped in and just been like, Hey, you know, this woman knows her, her like, and I, I don't care exactly what I said, but I, I try to kill him with knowledge and kindness. You're not going to get me to that next level. I refuse, but I will kill you with knowledge and kindness all day long. Yeah. And that's, that's the way to really do it. And I'm yeah. learning. We're all a work in progress, right? Yeah. And for us fellow hotheads and reactive people out there, it is hard to just like kind of keep it in check. But at the end of the day, it's really not worth it to just sit here and, and yeah. talk with people. Vent to me, girl. Call me. I got you. <laughs> I'm just sending them to Monica. Like, here, yeah. you know? I But you know what? I've kind of embraced the jokes, right? Like, I just, I don't mind making fun of myself. I can be very ridiculous with a lot of things. But, you know, I would just, we want to focus on the positives, right? And you're doing such great work in this industry and in this community. And I think just having a space that, you know, men and women feel comfortable that they can come together is so important. If you guys have not checked out Football Sexy app, please do. They have daily quizzes, which is really, really fun. There's so much information on there. Um, and if you want to get hooked up with an ambassador, you can reach out to Monica. You can reach out to me if you're a fellow New York Giants fan and, and, you need a little help or you're just maybe you're new to the fan base. Um, and sh I know she'll be happy to match you up with somebody that will, you know, yeah. help you along the way. So let me ask you, we'll get into the Super Bowl because I know we didn't get to do that yet together. Yeah. But with the Taylor Swift, you know, I don't even know what to call it. Mania, really. And her bring yeah. Swifties. How yeah. did you feel about that? Because like I said, I mean, really, when you look at it, everybody was complaining. Oh, they showed her too much. And then the next day you would see, well, you know what? They showed her for 40 seconds and, you know, whatever the case may be. It wasn't that much in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, what I thought was very cool to see was I saw a lot of dads say, because of Taylor Swift, my daughter's watching the game with me. And I don't have kids, but I, that's got to be a very special moment. Yeah. So for that, I mean, I was I was OK with it. Were you OK yeah. with it or was it too much? So I had just started six months before this whole Taylor thing. So part of me was freaking out. Like I'm right here. They're trying, they're looking for me and nobody knows I'm here. I right. kind of felt like, like this whole thing was going to pass me by. And then I just had to calm down and be like, Monica, like, and I, I honestly, I don't even think there's a lot of Swifties that follow us and, and we're still, you know, we're doing great. So <laughs> If they find us, great. If they don't, I'll live. Um, but when all of the controversy started, I kind of took a minute and listen. I noticed the year before, it, what bugged me more than this, believe it or not, and I've never said this publicly, so here I go. What bugged me before this, before they started dating, was that last season, they were asking players coming out of the gyms and out of the locker rooms, by the way, hi, Darius. I saw you. Uh, he said, hi. Yeah. Um, they would put this little, there he is. He would put this little mic in front of their faces as they're going in and out of the locker room. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? That bothered me. I have, I can't really tell you why other okay. than I was like, okay, I could, so I was irritated because I felt like you were trying to, get women by asking them what their favorite Taylor Swift song was cut to six months later, eight months later. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um, but 
to answer your question, I would say it didn't bother me um, until I felt like everybody else, like, okay, it wasn't her fault. Let me say that. I think she has a right to go wherever she wants, happens to be dating whoever. Dude, this is the NFL at work. So if you're going to be mad at anybody out at anybody, be mad at the NFL for showing if that's if that's your thing. But don't take it out on Taylor because right. she's just living her best life. Mind you, I'm a Taylor fan, by the way. I love her music. I'm a songwriter. A lot of people don't know that. I think her as an artist is amazing. My sister's a diehard Swifty. I love Taylor. So let's let's be the disclaimer. However, you won't see a, a lot of it on my page because I don't find I try to do what's relevant. Football is sexy, right? Mm -hmm. But I will add on to that. Um, I think what is not fair, and this is talking about the Super Bowl, what, what did bother me was the Niners have queens. I call them queens. We have Olivia Cupo, fiance of Christian McCaffrey, yep. Claire Kittle, okay? George Kittle's wife, who's been with him since college. We have Christian Yusek, yep. Kyle's wife, yep. who just got a deal with who not only just got to deal with the NFL, but dressed Taylor Swift. Yep. And you didn't show the 49ers suite once during the Super Bowl. I am beyond upset. And I am the NFL's biggest cheerleader. Would you, maybe you and I, okay, I won't say biggest, but I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty much their cheerleader. But I'm also honest, right? And I'm always going to be real. That bothered me that you showed Taylor's suite the whole time. Unless I blinked and I was there, so maybe I missed it. I didn't see that they showed the Niners women once. And that I thought was a fail. And you're right. And these are accomplished women too. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, these are wives, not girlfriends, wives who have helped them get healthy, rehab, been with them when they were poor in college yep. and you didn't think it was okay. So that, okay. My rant is over, but <laughs> no, but, it's a fair point. It's true. I don't recall seeing it either. Um, yeah. and they should have been shown and they should have been celebrated, right? Because they're the foundation for these guys. Who do you think's holding it down and, you know, raising those kids, if they have kids or just supporting them in their dream. Um, you know, it can't be easy to be the wife of an NFL player. So, um, and I would just say add on about, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'll no, add on about Taylor. Taylor, if you watch the Grammys in the past, yeah, they did the same thing at the Grammys. And yeah. that is, it is almost the exact same thing. She's as excited watching artists just like she is watching football. And who wouldn't be as excited as Taylor when you got billions in the bank? You're all good. I would be as excited and enthusiastic about a football game or watching a fellow musician at the Grammys. And, you know, the Grammys show her all the time. All the time. So I don't, what is the difference? So I kind of feel like let's get off Taylor. If you don't like it, I think the NFL's already figured that out and there'll be a balance. But, NFL, if you're listening, show my queens. Thank you. Yes, show the queens. They they deserve some love. Uh, yes. Taylor Swift.
Yes. So, let's talk about the Super Bowl. You were there, right? <laughs> I was. Thanks to Kelly Clarkson, Jerry Rice, NFL, and Crucial Catch, I found my way there. That was amazing. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm just going to give you the floor because, um, you know, uh, all week people are asking for predictions, Super Bowl week leading up. And my, my main concern with the 49ers was sometimes they start slow, especially in a big game. Um, seemed to be what happened. So what, from your perspective, where did they go wrong? Oh, man. I don't even think I've really um, talked publicly about this till now. Um, I had to do a little reel after we lost because I'm like, I, I got, I got, I know people are like, Monica's there. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Niner fan. I've been talking about them all year. I have to, I have to say something. So I did my little live, but after that, I haven't, I haven't spoke about it. So I will, I will do it now because you're Exclusive. so busy. Yeah, here's your exclusive. So the Super Bowl was absolutely, first of all, amazing. All the fans were amazing. But the game, the game, I found it to be incredibly uh, painful as a Niner fan. Frustrating. Um, you cannot make mistakes against good teams on a big stage. You just can't. And I was on record saying... In order for us to win, Brock Purdy has to play one of his best games ever. And we can't make, and I throw Kyle in there. I love you, my Kyle, my the head coach. Can't make crucial mistakes. And I know that's very, you know, generic, but it's true. And, and here we are. Like, it was to see... Greenlaw go down and nobody was around. I think we talk a lot about the fumble, which we get to. We talk a lot about the, the miss, the punt, the muff punt. We talk a lot about um, those things, but I don't know that. I think Greenlaw was maybe the biggest, the biggest devastation, devastating thing that happened. Because if you notice when he went down, I think it was in the second quarter, Halftime happened. Mind you, now you've got the momentum. That's what I, you love and hate halftime, right? Because right. now it changes the momentum and it could sway it one way or another. And I've been on the, we've been on the positive side of that. Green Bay and Detroit, we were down 17, came back after halftime. Yep. So here we are thinking, <sighs> anyway, <laughs> painful, Jesus. Um, but him, not being there, I think, gave Kelsey full reign in that middle of the field. Yep. And we weren't the same third, fourth. We just weren't. And we were still hanging on, but you could feel it. I could feel it. I'm like, this is not good. And I will tell you, on record, the minute we missed the extra kick. Yep. So I looked at my best friend in the butt. <laughs> yeah. I looked at my best friend and I, I'm going to stay faithful to the last whistle blows. But I looked at her and I said, that is very bad. Very. And the reason why it was so bad was because we were in a defensive game. We weren't, we weren't 
scoring 28 to 32. Like it, it was going to be hard to get any points. And when we missed that extra point, it changed the math because now they only need a field goal. Right. And now it changed their play calling and it just goes like this domino effect. Um, and I, I felt really bad though for the guys because that's a tough way to lose. And then we didn't even talk about the overtime. Oh, uh, well, yeah, they said they didn't know the overtime rules. Well, some of the players didn't. And to be honest, I don't think it would have changed anything if they knew them or they didn't because their job is to either score a touchdown or stop it from happening. So them not knowing doesn't matter. The coaching staff not knowing, there's the problem, right? And, and here's the thing. They knew. So he decided – to make that call because I, in my head, and I know it's always easier to look at things now after the fact, but in my head, that was a mistake only because you cannot, and I've said this for how many seasons now, you cannot give good quarterbacks two minutes, let alone a minute 50. Like some of these guys, you can't give 40 seconds. No. 40 seconds. Oh my God. It was no, I think um, I sometimes think he thought that we would score a touchdown. Then they would score. And then the Niners would get the ball back. So he thought too far in advance. I think I, I do. I think he should have just played it. I'll deal with that down the line right now. Go yeah. with what you know, what you know is defer that way you, They'll show you your cards, and then you've got four downs instead of three. Oh, yep. and with all those oh, mistakes, man. Nikki, they still could have won. I know. It was, you know, and I had said all along, it's not going to be a high-scoring game. I don't know if we're getting to 20 points. And people are like, you're crazy. You don't know anything. And I'm like, no, I do. This is going to be a defensive battle. But to your point, you can't give Pat Mahomes even five seconds. No. No, you can't. And and. I had, again, I was on record saying, listen, you're talking about, this is going to be a matchup, Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Veteran Andy Reid, the one with the rings. Kyle still has the monkey on his back, right? Lost two Super Bowls. Then you got Patrick, again, already has rings. Brock Purdy, like you couldn't write it any better. Like, and the fact that we were favored, I'll be honest, I was shocked. Yeah. I, I was, even though we were only favored, I think by two, I was still shocked because I, don't get me wrong. I believe in my boys that they were a great team, but you're, you're talking about the champions, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and they have Patrick Mahomes, but um, it was a well-fought game and I ha I still haven't been able to watch it though from beginning to end at home. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, when you're at, when you're there, sometimes you miss stuff and yeah. I want to go re I could, I I've tried twice. I'm like, I'm still not ready to rewatch it. I'm right, not. Yeah. And I don't know that. Now, to be honest, I don't know that I ever will. I'm like, I no, it's a wrap. It's good. It's, it's too hard. I, I understand. Um, so 49ers aside, looking at the offseason around the league, free agency's coming up, draft is coming up. You're hearing things like, you know, Zach Wilson's going to explore, you know, trade. I don't know who wants him. I've seen Minnesota. I've seen the Steelers. 
what, you know, in my world, it's all about Saquon. Is he going to be in New York, right? That's all everyone's asking me. What are the Giants doing with Daniel Jones? So what are you kind of like, what are your storylines that you're really focusing on? What are you looking forward to? Do you have any predictions for free agency? And have you done any research on the draft? I actually just started my research um, because I was a whirlwind after um, the Kelly Clarkson show coming back from the Super Bowl. Um, It was just like chaos. And I was like, needed a minute, but I think there's a lot of great storylines. I'm still stuck on like, I can't believe Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Like we're going to get that guy back and maybe he'll play more than four seconds this year. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I hope so. But as far as like, you know, this whole Caleb Williams thing, I keep shaking my head at because I'm like, here we go again. How many times have we put this guy on a pedestal? And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a USC Trojan fan. Right. But how many times do we put these people up on this pedestal and wherever he goes, which is looking like Chicago, um, it's just a lot of weight, I think, on someone's shoulders. I don't care who you are. It is. And they do say, you know, coming from college to the NFL, you lose two seconds. That's a lot of time. That means for some of the newbies that may or may not be following this, it's like, so if, if, if someone's coming at you at a certain like mile per hour, they're coming at you two seconds faster. Right. That's a, that's a long, that's, that's a lot. And so I think, you know, it's going to be interesting. I do think they're going to move away from Justin Fields. I think they have to. Um, I think that's a storyline. I think that the Zach Wilson, I, I mean, that I thank God I'm not a Jets fan. I, this I couldn't I couldn't handle it and I have yeah. a my ex is a big Jets fan and I watch her go through the ups and downs of being a Jet fan poor thing um that'll be interesting um I think you know there's there's what three or four maybe five quarterbacks that you know that are probably gonna go in maybe three or four in the first round um, I always think like everybody else, I'm always interested about where the quarterbacks are going to go. Right. Um, but what I'm really interested to see is Harbaugh um, to the chargers, because I've always kind of told people about the chargers. I'm like, you're too soft. Yeah. Like as a, as a, as a fan, like I look at the charge and I'm like, they're just nice. Like they're just kind of like there. That's powder blue and yellow, and they're from San Diego. Like there's no grit. Yeah, they're not New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you got the Raiders. You got the Niners. Right. right. right? You got Dallas grit, Eagles grit, all the New York teams, and then you got the L.A. Chargers, who were from San Diego. But you got Harbaugh, who is definitely yeah. not soft. No, not so, at all. I think that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, but of course, of course, you know, I'm interested in what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, Dallas, too. You know, um, I got a lot of Dallas fans that follow us. Um, and it's always like, there's a lot I of know. Cowboys ambassadors, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm curious to know, like, you know, 
how they're going to get past us, <laughs> to be honest. Hey, I mean, you got, I mean, this, I'm already excited for the season. I mean, look, Jordan Love came on strong with, for Green yep. Bay. Detroit came on strong. Yep. You've got, I mean, Cleveland was looking fantastic um, under Mr. Couch himself, Joe Flacco. And this is all without the draft. This is all right. without pieces being added. And I'm sorry for Deb, like, what the hell happened to the Eagles this year? Like, yeah. Dude. I'm not that sorry for. <laughs> not I mean, I, I the Eagles. But, I, I, but I'm not, I was happily, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I was, well, I was, she, she called it. She, she, we were about six, seven weeks into the season and she said something, it's just not right. Like something is not right in Philly. So I think she was onto it pretty early. And, you know, I don't know if that's a Jalen Hurts thing. I've heard it's a locker room thing. I, I you know, I, objectively, right. It's like, yeah, there's an issue there as the fan in me. I'm like, Oh, darn. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about your luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I could care less, but as, right. a, as Monica Madrid and football sexy, two different things, right? right? Football sexy wants to figure it out. Right. Monica could care less. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So with the Chargers, they brought that up. I mean, there's a lot going on that they are very interested in Saquon Barkley. I've seen the Ravens floating around that they're interested in Saquon. I have to ask because it's the number one question I'm getting. I have said for months, I don't think Saquon is in New York this year. And I, I said that because I cover the team. I've been around them for three years. I know how negotiations went last year. They were so far apart. They couldn't get on the same page. So what what are your thoughts? Do you think the Chargers really make a play for him? And what do you think that looks like if, if he goes over there? That would be wild. That would be wild. Um, I think, sadly, I do think he'll probably end up going. And yeah. I know Barkley, you know, it just it's synonymous. Like, it just... It's going to be weird, right? It's it going to be weird another jersey. But um I just I I kind of would 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 be excited to see that because again, right. now my, my soft chargers are getting a little bit of grit. Yeah. And getting a, And yeah. and I could go see them because I'm down the street from SoFi. Yeah. Yeah. So get a little bit of grit. Secretly, I would hate to see Yeah, I would hate to see him leave, but listen, football's a business and I you know, I said this on my, my Monday podcast, which is all Giants. Monica, I'm just really not a fan of throwing a lot of money at running backs. I'm just not. I, I don't care who you are. I get it. Get the value they bring. I know that their position has been devalued, but I am with the people that say I just can't throw all this money at them. Where do, where do you stand when it comes to the running back market currently? I think that's a great question. I, I love the running game. I used to not. I, when I was little, I couldn't figure out, I'm like, why do they keep running and right where all the people are? I remember thinking that, like, and as I got older and really understood the game and what a really running back can do for a game, I think they're very valuable because yeah. if you don't have a running back, then you've got no threat other than a wide receiver and the quarterback really and, and a tight end up the pass. So, and we yeah, need it. Exactly. Yeah. So we need it. Um, I do feel they probably are probably the most, well, I won't say most, but they, they get hurt a lot. Right. So that's a big part of it. They, it's a, the, the injuries, the, the timeline of how long 
that they really have in the NFL nowadays. So I get it. But when you have CMC on your team. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're like, pay the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pay the I, man. I get that. You know, and Saquon wanted CMC money and the Giants were, they're just not doing it. You know, they're they're not budging. But, you know, the CMCs don't come along that often. So I do understand True. that. Um, when you look at the talent between AFC and the NFC, uh, I feel like in terms of quarterback play, the NFC's kind of got a long way to go. Um, and it feels like the AFC has just got massive amount of talent. Do you think the gap is starting to close or do you think they're still far apart between both of them? No, I I think I think the AFC is well. I think you. Ha- I think they have great quarterbacks, right? You have Burrow. Obviously, you have Mahomes. You have Josh Allen. You've got Lamar. Right. But right now, you've got now a Jordan, young Jordan Love coming up. Yep. Um, I don't. I don't put golf in that category, to be honest. Yeah. But you, you, you have some veterans still. You, you got Stafford still. You got young Brock Purdy. So I feel like the AFC is more like they're more seasoned, the quarterbacks right now, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you have your Dak, who some people thought it was the best season he's had last year. Um, But here's what I love is they're all I'm I'm kind of I feel like the, the Patrick Mahomes right now is kind of like what Brady was to the Patriots. Like you have to figure out if you're in the AFC, you have to figure out how to get past them. And it's possible. That's what's so annoying is because we had it. They're beatable. The chiefs are beatable. Everyone. Yes, they they, are. They are. And they have been um, on, you know, I won't say, I won't ever call it luck, but you cannot make, crucial mistakes because they will capitalize. Absolutely. And Andy is a mastermind at that. I think Andy Reid, you know, when you have this conversation about best coaches, I feel like sometimes he's left out and, and he shouldn't be because he is phenomenal with, you know what, I'm going to work this with the talent that I have, not the other way around. You're not going to fit in my box. I'm going to work my box and my game plan around the talent that I have. He's one of the best to do it. And I feel like he gets left out of the conversation a lot of times. Eric, what's up? Oh, Eric with a dirty pass. Ooh, maybe you need to come on the podcast and tell us about this dirty pass. What is the subject? Well, we're just bouncing around. We talked about Super Bowl. We talked about football is sexy. We talked about the running back market, some of the off-season storylines. So, Monica, before we get out of here, do you have any wild or way too early predictions or any team that you think is just going to kind of like skyrocket this season or or anything? I'm predicting, and I I haven't been asked this question because I've been like kind of in hibernation. Yeah. But I would not at all, not at all be surprised if we see the Niners and the Chiefs right back. Oh, okay. You think you're gonna go right back? I would not be surprised at all. I really, I really wouldn't. Um, the Niners are probably gonna keep most of their core, right? Right. We'll probably sign Ayuk. Brock's gonna get better, and obviously, I always say hashtag stay healthy. Yeah. Right. If everybody stays healthy, I, 
I think that the Niners will be able to beat everybody they already did, Detroit, Dallas, Packer, like I do. And I'm looking at the Chiefs and I'm like, can Josh do it? Can Burroughs do it? I don't know. And yeah. I think that they're going to get better. And now they're going to be more hungry to get that three-peat, which has never been done. Yeah. So it would, and I think it would be great for the NFL. I think that they would love that, to be honest. They would. Um, I hate when two teams with the same colors will play each other. Oh, I, I hate that it. too. I, I, oh, I hate it. I hate it. It drives me crazy. And I hate it. That. And you know what, Nikki? I hated that we weren't wearing red. That bothered me. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like that. We didn't like it from the jump. It didn't feel right from the start. Didn't like it. Um, nope. Eric, we are here all year. So Blonde Blitz goes all through the off season. Um, so it's not just a fall podcast. Just wanted to let everybody know that. Monica, thank you so, so much for coming on and giving giving Blonde Blitz like your exclusive takes before, <laughs> before any other podcast got you. I feel so honored. Please tell everybody where they can find Football Sexy. How can they download the app? And if anyone wants to get involved as an ambassador, how can they do that? Absolutely. Yes. Download our free app, Avid fans and new fans. I think people really don't realize this is a football app for everybody. It has breaking news in there. So if you're like me, I don't want to deal with basketball and tennis and golf all in one app. I want literally, if you just hit, you know, the breaking news in our app, you will only get the most important NFL news. It's amazing. Yes. Plus, obviously for you guys, I pop ups all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, download that. Follow us on Instagram, uh, at football is sexy. If you want to be an ambassador, by the way, we really need more East coast. (laughs) We really do. Represented. (laughs) You guys are underrepresented. We need more Rams fans, poor Ram fans. Um, but if you want to, uh, be an ambassador just message the page dm dm the page and we'll let you know how we're gonna we really are planning i will just say this we are really planning some amazing things on the off season um i know everyone thinks like oh you know it's off season we can relax well there is no, no. relaxing there's it, no relaxing you know this i know we're we're, we're still busy like yeah and and all the things that i'm trying to add on to the app before kickoff is a whole nother thing um but i'm i'm like somebody asked me there, what are you doing? I'm like, I am elevating. Yeah. <laughs> I am trying to go to the next level for all phases of football sexy, the app, the podcast, the apparel, and uh the social media. Yeah. So it's just work, 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 and you know, could really, really at the end of the day, finding other women like you. And you've been such a blessing, Aww. you and Debbie. I I have to say this, I love what you ladies are doing. You guys were here. And the fact, and this is what I really hope that people like understand is like, there's enough room for all of us. Yeah. And there's women that know football and I like, and we need to find each other so we can have these amazing conversations yes. because I'll be honest, Nikki, before I started football sexy, I didn't have any other women to talk to. Yeah. Just my best friend. And guess who made her a football fan 30 yeah. years ago? Me. So then she fell in love with it and we've been, you know, doing tailgates, but without her, I don't have any, I went to the Detroit Lion game by myself. Yeah. But I didn't feel alone. You know why? Because football sexy was in the house. Yeah, we represent. And all these girls were like, I'm going, I'm going. And we all met up. And that is what I'm working on. That's so 
Like if I go to New York, I'll be like, well, I, I know Nikki's there. Boom. I'm here. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Got the so queen of New York. You. you don't, you know what? You know what? She's got the queen of New York, everybody. Don't worry about it. That's it. I'll carry the whole city for the ambassadors on my back. No. Um, if you do need more East Coast representation, you can reach out to me too. I can help facilitate. Um, is there any team in particular aside the Rams that are lacking for you for ambassadors? Uh, I would say the Jets. Whoa, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And poor Jaggers, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. You know, I would just say, you know, we have a pretty decent following for the the, the bigger teams, but like, I I would love to see a good following, a good ambassadorship for all thirty two teams. Yeah. And um, and I'm telling you this, even if you think we have a lot of Niners and Dallas and whatever, still hit us up because there's something going on behind the scenes that we're gonna need all ambassadors. Yes. Yes. Everybody reach out to Monica. You can reach out to any of us ambassadors. I know we're working on putting all that in our bio to make it easy for you guys to find us as well. We are all supporting each other. Uh, and that's what we do here. Monica, yes. thank you so much. You guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank with you. Us. I will not be here next week. I'm going to Villanova Seton Hall game, everybody, but I will be doing coverage from there. I'm actually not press. I get to just be a fan, which is, which is amazing. Cause sometimes when you're press all the time, you, your fandom chips away a yep. little bit. So I'm happy yep. to just go and be a fan, but you guys will get Deb and she has a special guest co-host coming on for you guys. So thank you so much. I will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Nice. Thank you.